La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic Glou, 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 font tous les dindons Et la jolie cloche, ding ding dong Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum Tout avec lui dit boum Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille Hey, bonjour Rugby Friends and welcome to a new edition of French Rugby Connections with moi, Véronique Landieu and... And me, Mike Pierce, and not just a new edition, a new year. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, how do you say Happy New Year in French, Mike? Uh, in French, uh, bonne année. Yeah, not bad, bonne année. Bonne année, and in Welsh, we say bloisene with our... Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm But hey, let's talk about the top 14. All quiet regarding the top 14 this weekend, Mike? Uh, so far, so good. Uh, no games are called off as we speak, but obviously that can change. But I mean, what a cracking weekend last weekend for top 14 games. The ones that were on were absolutely brilliant. I mean, some fantastic rugby, some high-scoring games, some close games, some surprise results. It really was an exciting weekend. Okay, well, tell us about it then. Well, Cle you know, the game I enjoyed the most was Clermont against Toulouse. I mean, Clermont were back to their belligerent best. They beat Toulouse 16-13. Clermont were just superb. 18,000 fans packing out the stadium there. Tries for Behagari and Malia early on for Claremont. And, you know, they, they didn't really look like losing. And, you know, what a great, great win for Claremont, which takes them up to seventh on the table. Yeah, I believe uh, Antoine Dupont wasn't playing. Is that correct? That's right, yeah. Mm, so it speaks volumes, you know, when Dupont... It's not. It's not around. You know, the team is not playing at its at their full best. Do you agree with my statement? Well, I think I think you have to give Claremont credit because they. Have, I haven't seen many teams suffocate to lose like Claremont did, and I think you know maybe even with I'm not sure even with Dupont playing they they would have won that game. But you know who knows? But it was. It was great to see Claremont who have had some tough times. You know, it really was like rolling back the gears. It was. They were absolutely superb. Mm, good to know. Uh, which other game? Stade Francais, win for Stade Francais. Naya Kalevu scored two tries, I think that's how you pronounce it, for uh, Stade Francais, but uh, it was the boot of Sigons that, uh, that did the damage. 17 points, two tries for Pepignon, for Dubois, and Lot Stade Francais move up to ninth in the table. Okay, it's going up, yeah, because there is quite... Uh bizarre to see them you know lagging at the at the bottom but last year it was the same situation as well it's only in the last few months they started yeah, ramping that's up right. yeah so. they got to the playoffs didn't they and the other game i watched was poe they had a, a high scoring victory over breve 43 points to 20 four tries for poe joseph uh, manu Toimba. and vutabua two tries for the win that puts uh, poe up to eighth Breve were down to 13 players at one point, um, having, oh, two, having two no. yellow two yellow cards. So yeah, you know you can't you can't really get away with that these days. So yeah, convincing win for Poe. Poe, mm. I should say. Poe, as you tell me to say. Poe. Poe, yeah, Poe. Absolutely. Mm, okay, in discipline, yes, something that uh, I think they're aware of, but maybe over keen to win. Yeah, I mean it was be... pretty close at half time. It was 16-10. 
mm-hmm. uh, to Poe, but that's that's what happens, isn't it? Yeah. So other games that took place last weekend, very very tight score, I have to say. Cas versus La Rochelle was thirty one to thirty. Bordeaux versus Biarritz thirty twenty seven. Lyon versus Racing thirty seven thirty five. And this week I have to raise my beret to. Da, 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 da. Beating drum to Lyon, actually. They managed to score a last try at the dying minutes yeah. of the game. 79 minutes. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, e- e- exciting. So, very, very close score, you know, for the all three teams I just mentioned. This weekend, on the 8th of January, Cast versus Stade Francais. It's... Uh, is entertaining Berpignan at home. Yeah, the bottom two clubs. That's going to be a real battle, isn't it? And, they, they, you know, they're trying so, so, so hard. You know, we have to give them a full mark for efforts. Yeah, both on 19 points. That's going to be a yeah a crucial game. Indeed, indeed. And Racing Metro will play against Clermont-Auvergne. One to watch, I think. Eight yeah. o'clock. And the others, Mike? Toulon. At home to La Rochelle, Leon at home to Poe, Breve at home to Bordeaux, and then on Sunday, Toulouse at home to Montpellier, second against third. That's going to be a fascinating game. And as far as we are uh, aware, no games have been postponed yet. Yeah, I mean, the table's looking pretty, uh, pretty good now. Bordeaux on top with 46 points, actually stretching away from Toulouse in second place with 41 Montpellier third on 40 points, Castres fourth on 37, La Rochelle fifth on 36 points, and in sixth place, Lyon after their win with 35 points. So, Mike, so I hope you enjoyed my chat previously you know, with Yannick Joson, reminiscing yes, about. Brilliant. Uh, Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, reminiscing about uh, Les Bleus and playing for Toulouse. Being yeah, ex- losing the Grand Slam to Wales in 2008. Wow. Only just, but, you know, he was one of the most successful you know, players in his uh, area and actually was voted a player of the year in 2007. On this episode, you know, he's talking to me about the life after rugby. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope you will enjoy it. Oh, great. Now let's talk about the Statue du Zang. Can you tell us about your exploits and your records and your time there, please? But the the Statue du Zang, well... En chiffres, si je puis dire, me concernant, entre 2002 et 2013, donc on va dire que c'est à peu près un titre tous les deux ans, cette équipe être partie prenante et être moteur de l'équipe. Ok, well, for me, in, in numbers, we, I was there for three championships of France, the top 14, and for three European Cups. So that was a cup every two years. Are you still involved in the world of rugby, Yannick? Oui, je suis, je suis toujours impliqué. Et pour, voilà, puis bien sûr, je suis mon fils aussi qui, qui, qui a commencé le rugby qui a 12 ans. Bravo! <laughs> yes, I am still involved. Obviously, no longer on the field, but they, they listen to me. I, 
I have meetings about the 2023 World Cup that's coming up. The Rugby League talked to me about discipline and about the general administrative things. And of course, my son, 12 years old, is coming up through the ranks. Parfait. Donc, on a la deuxième génération de Romain Tamac, de Penaud. Donc, euh, peut-être euh, aurons-nous le, le plaisir de voir euh, votre, euh, votre fils jouer. Et, et je suppose qu'il joue au stade toulousain. Tom We, we, have, we have sons of, we have multi-generation players, for example, Tamak and Penno. Are we going to see uh, uh, Josian Fils come to the Stade Toulousain? Donc, Guillaume, mon fils, joue avec des rouges et noirs, mais c'est pas encore au Stade Toulousain. C'est à Broyer, puisqu'on est, on est proche de Broyer à ce moment. Donc, il, a des, il débute le, le, le club là où, où je joue au début. Et puis, on verra plus tard. We'll see later, but for the moment, my son is playing in red and black, but these are the colors of Grolle, the village where I started my career. Pour le moment, pensez-vous qu'il, sa position privilégiée sera center, centre? Will he be playing center? Alors, je pense qu'il jouera, oui, là, pour l'instant, il joue au début d'ouverture, parce que, voilà, il est, il se débrouille, il fait les passes et autres, donc, mais, oui, c'est probable qu'il joue, qu joue centre. C'est vrai. Il a le gabarit pour. Yes, it's quite probable. He has the build. For the moment, he's playing at fly half um, because he can throw the ball around, but all that is normal. Et je dois dire que lorsque j'ai parlé à vos anciens coéquipiers et au, à des journalistes dans le monde, dans la presse britannique, ils m'ont dit que. Euh, vous étiez considéré comme un des meilleurs centres au monde dans votre carrière rugbystique. Voilà le feedback que j'ai eu de, de, mes, de mes collègues. Le feedback que Veronique a eu, c'est que dans votre carrière, vous êtes parmi les meilleurs centres dans le rugby. C'est sûr, j'en ai bien profité. Le fait de participer à des, des événements majeurs comme la, la Coupe du Monde en 2003 m'ont fait progresser euh, dans mon ambition, dans ma façon de, de me préparer. Et euh, ça donne envie de pouvoir se Maga et euh, Rodrigue Scott et, et d'autres joueurs tu vois, que j'ai rencontrés. It's true that if you have the chance to play in big teams and to uh, come up to the big events and to be able to pitch yourself against the world best, Umaga and O'Driscoll, you're going to do whatever you can to stay up there. Et avant nous, naturellement, nous avons eu Philippe Sella. Was Philippe Sella an inspiration for you? Oui, vraiment, ça a été... Uh... Une génération que je regardais, Philippe Sella, Serge Blanco, Patrice Sagisquet, et uh, que l'on répète après, uh, voilà, quand on, quand on est sur le terrain. Okay. Yes, Philippe Sella, I looked up to him as a boy, and Serge Blanco as well. And as a player, I would look at the lines they ran and try and repeat them on the field. They were inspirational. Après, euh, après que vous ayez pris votre retraite de rugbyman, dans quel profession où vous êtes reconverti et pourquoi After rugby, what have you been doing? Mais j'ai toujours gardé okay, um, I've kept contact with the agricultural world which is uh, the basis of my studies. I studied uh, agricultural engineering in Toulouse. 
Donc je fais, je suis impliqué dans une société où on fait des, des cultures de plantes médicinales, notamment du ginseng. Et ah. sinon, mon activité, euh, mes activités principales sont le, le courtage en assurance pour entreprises, notamment avec les entreprises du milieu agricole. Et puis dernièrement, euh, je suis euh, élu à la région. Okay, so uh, very busy. I am involved in a ginseng organization where we grow and commercialize this wonderful plant. I am involved in my day job is organizing insurance, especially for the agricultural world, as I know well. And also I am elected representative of the region, a politician. Bravo. Bravo. Félicitations. Et est-ce que vous gardez toujours le, le contact avec vos anciens coéquipiers Do you still stay in contact with your old teammates, Yannick Oui, surtout avec quelques joueurs. Yes, of course, I'm still in contact with the people I played with from my generation. Fritz, Brooks, Servat, Bouillou, they're all around. Et finalement, parlons de l'équipe de France, les Bleus. Tell us about the current... Bleu, le 15 de France. QV, QV 2021. QV 2021, donc, euh, malgré l'absence de certains joueurs, il y a un fait une tournée d'automne vraiment joueurs et surtout It's wonderful. Supporters, players, everyone's enjoying themselves after this terrible time of COVID and we're doing wonderfully. Oui. J'espère, j'espère que la Coupe 2023 tombera dans... sera remise au capitaine Dupont ou au capitaine Olivon. On verra. I'm hoping that, of course, the Web Ellis Cup will come, will come to France and be presented to Captain Dupont or Olivon. Et ma, ma, je vous assure, ma dernière question, je vous, je vous promets, quel est le, le, le joueur ou les joueurs qui vraiment qui vous inspirent dans, dans l'équipe de France So, last question, promise. Who are the players that inspire you the most in the current uh, French team bah, Ce qui me plaît depuis, euh, depuis bien deux ans, c'est qu'on a une, une charnière jeune, mais euh, avec beaucoup de maturité. On a des, des joueurs sort euh, du haut, mais il y a beaucoup de, de numéro 9 avec beaucoup de talent en France. Donc il y a, il y a un vivier au niveau de la charnière qui est très intéressant mm -hmm. et euh, qui va nous permettre d'être vraiment compétitif et régulier. We've got so many options on the scrum half, fly half front that we have people coming through with great skills as a collective. It's a very interesting team. They're working extremely well together. And of course, you've got, you've got the stars, the Jalibert, the, the Tamak and Dupont. But it's not just them. There are other number nines all over France. We, we have a long list of people who could play. Oui. Ça fait du bien d'être français. Et c'est toujours un plaisir de parler à des, à des, j'allais dire, des vedettes. Oui, à des, 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 des stars de, de l'ère rugbystique des, 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 années, des années 2000. Ça a été très, très gentil. J'ai beaucoup aimé mon, mon chat with you. Et puis, je vous souhaite une très bonne journée, Monsieur Josun. It's always great to be French, especially at the moment with the team we have. And wonderful to speak to one of the stars of the team. Thank you very much, Monsieur Josun. Ça fait plaisir.
reparler de, de ces beaux souvenirs et puis euh, je vous souhaite de passer une bonne fête. It's been a pleasure. It's lovely thinking about these lovely memories. So you got some news regarding transfers. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the top 14 merry-go-round um, already players signing for new clubs for next season. Claremont have signed two fly-halves. They've signed uh, Jules Plisson from La Rochelle and Anthony Bello from two. Cami Lopez, the Claremont fly-half, has signed for Bayonne. Teddy Toma, the Racing 92 winger, he's moving to La Rochelle. Another great player who's had a great season, Ben Lamb, is moving from Bordeaux to Montpellier. Morgan Parra, who must be about 78 now, he's uh, moving to Stade Francais from Clermont. Toulon have signed La Rochelle uh, fly half Ohio West. And uh, Toulouse have signed Arthur Retiret from, I think it's a pronounce it, Retier. Arthur, Arthur Retier. That's the fella. They've signed <laughs> him from La Rochelle. So some, yeah, some big names moving. Maxime Machineau, the Racing 92 scrum half, he's going to Bayonne. So Bayonne picking up some good players and La Rochelle have signed Antoine Hastoy, the fly half from Poe. Now we've always said that La Rochelle have lacked a you know really reliable 98% kicker. So uh, you know, him signing for them could could you know turn their fortunes around, just go an extra step further to maybe win some silverware. So yeah, you know, you say it's only uh we're only in January, and that's uh, that's the done deals already, and there'll be plenty more to come, you know, in the next few weeks. Yeah, definitely. And from my side, actually, it's the other way around. Is Gabriel Ibitoye, who used to play for Wasp, then he spent some time playing for Agen. He was there very briefly, and then he moved to Montpellier, and right now is in Israel. He plays for Tel Aviv Heat, and he will be back to the Premiership is going to play for Bristol Bears. Okay. Yeah, another one I should have mentioned, this was done some time ago, but uh, Montpellier and Springbok fly half, Andre Pollard, he signed for Leicester Tigers. So that's another one done and dusted. Yes, yes. I heard about uh, Andre Pollard as well a few months yeah, ago that yeah. uh, he would be moving on. The Six Nations, of course, there's all sorts of... Things going on behind the scenes at the moment with the different COVID regulation in place. I mean, it's it's such a uneven playing field. England will be able to have 82,000 at Twickenham. France and Ireland at the moment are only allowed to have 5,000 fans at internationals. Scotland are only allowed 500 spectators and Wales are only allowed 50 spectators so there's in Wales they're talking about moving games to England there's talks of moving them to Tottenham Hotspur football ground there's all sorts of things going on behind the scenes and you know talking about Welsh rugby they're 114 million pounds in debt as of last September so they really can't afford to have a another six nation behind closed doors and of course it's only four weeks on Saturday that it all start so um yeah um, very uncertain times yeah it's the same for the lnr the french rugby league um they were really really looking forward you know to have the stadium fully booked you know mm. for the six nations already i think there some of the games had already been sold out like the yeah uh, france england 
Yeah, Can't France, believe. England, and France, Ireland had sold out, and there, there was only some tickets left for France, Italy. So, yes, yeah. Hopefully, you know, hopefully things will improve. Let's hope so. You know, there's still a month to go. Yeah. Anyway, regarding Six Nation, we, we still it will still take place with or without spectators. Spectators, I really hope it won't be the same as as last year. On the 17th and 18th of January. Fabien Gatier will be an- announcing the 42 players that have been selected to play the Tournoi des Six Nations, the Six Nations tournament. Yeah, of course. Currently, title holders are, of course. Who? I can't remember. Only just. Very lucky. Yes. <laughs> Extremely lucky. <laughs> but but I remember that they could have won the Grand Slam, but this was denied in that absolutely mesmerizing, phenomenal, spellbinding game. Uh, when Scotland beat you? No, it was France, uh, France versus Wales. Yeah, but Scotland. If, if you had beaten Scotland, you'd have you'd have won it. But yeah, you know, you couldn't, you, couldn't, you couldn't beat the Scots. So you know, there you go. But you must remember, surely, you know that game because yeah. I remember. You were very, very shocked. You said, I've never seen a match like that. I couldn't yeah, speak to anybody for two days it's after true. that. It's true. I've tried to block it out, but now you've <laughs> brought it back now. So the nightmares will begin again now. I but, was you... absolutely phenomenal. Refresh the memories of our listeners. Oh. What happened in the last in the last minutes? I can't remember. <laughs> you can't remember. I don't know. I've just the counselling has only just finished, so I don't really. I can't bring it all back now. No, I mean, <laughs> what happened? I think there was it was an injury time, wasn't it? Bruce Jelan try. France were down to fourteen after having Paul Villemze sent off, mm-hmm. and Bruce Jelan scored a try with with the last move of the game, which denied Wales a Grand Slam. But fortunately. A week later, Scotland beat France most unexpectedly in Paris and that gave Wales the title. So, yeah, looking forward to France coming to Cardiff this year on a Friday night. Uh, And if we can get a full crowd in there, it's going to be an amazing atmosphere. I think you are likely more certainly to have a full crowd. Well, it's all COVID related again, isn't it? Oh, yeah, of course. So... Finger crossed you will have a full crowd because yeah. that should be a, a good game. French lesson. Okay. Okay, so let me check whether you were listening to what I was saying earlier. <laughs> I said it. I, I did that on purpose. So how do you say the Six Nation tournament? Le tournoi six nations. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> you need to. You forgot the D. Le tournoi des six nations. Oh, la chambre, bon de douche, Rodney. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Rugby Friends. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, a full action-packed rugby year ahead. We'll be back next week with more Top 14 news, more Six Nations updates, and anything that we think you need to know, we'll pass it on. In the meantime, have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Au revoir. Au revoir.
La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic Glou-glou-glou font tous les dindons Et la jolie cloche ding-ding-dong Mais boum, quand notre cœur fait boum Tout avec lui dit boum Et c'est l'amour qui s'éveille